0: Hello and welcome to Himalife, the podcast. Uh, we're doing the fourth episode yep. of this podcast. I am Jim Wilson and I'm here with Kalle Yeah,
1: hello, my name is Kale Vidgren and I'm here
0: today as well. Yes, as usual. It's yep. you and me. Maybe in the future we'll take in some third or fourth person. Okay. Yep. Um, maybe this will be a whole kind of group podcast <laughs> one day, who knows. But not mm. this day. And not in the near future, no. probably. Hardly. It's going to be too cackly. Yeah. So, what have you done, Hema related, since last time we did this podcast?
1: Not that much. I broke my uh, left big toe, right big toe, like, mon- last Monday. So, not being able to walk. So, not that much. But I was at the uh, GHFS where we had an uh, academy evening with Casper I uh, okay. Talked about uh, some uh, uh, fighting with uh, with sticks. Yeah, right. with the sticks and things like it.
0: Yeah, uh, does it uh, is it called and something else? It's I don't know. Stave? stave? Uh, I don't yes, know. Yes, I think it's stave, right? I'm not sure. I'm not into that lingo. Neither. So yeah, I saw you guys. Uh, I was there on the Sunday sparring. Yep. Which is the
1: open floor on sort swordf- uh, on
0: GHFS. Yes, it's our open sword open, yep. sword, open floor. Yep. Time. Uh, time with uh, every sword you want to, or if you want to do a combination, whatever you do, think is fun. Yep. Um. So that's all hammer related I've done, except for the, the academy. S- no, the stuff I have done no. at home. Oh, I, yeah. I wasn't at the academy. No. That was my point. Yeah, uh, I, I left when you started the lecture thing. Yes, yeah. I was gonna go home to my girlfriend, and. Um, no, so it's been sparring all the way for me and doing some reading from Hanko Dödbringer. Uh, he's a Lechtenauer tradition yeah. uh, master. And I'm, I'm just reading his stuff because I love his name. I talked to my girlfriend the other day that if we're going to get married, if it's okay that we might take his last name, that we both be called Deadbringer. It would be Jimmy and Elin Bringer. If you guys don't know what that means,
1: it's the Deathbringer, basically.
0: Yeah. Uh, Dad is death in Swedish, and I don't know if it's in Old German. I don't know. I think so, yeah. But in Swedish, it's Dad. Dad is death. And bringer is, yeah, it's bringer in English. You guys know bringer. Mm. So it's deathbringer. (laughs) And it's so fun that it's mishmashed, like, Swedish and English into a a last name, surname. It's surname, last name. Surname is like the first name, uh, right? Uh, yeah, surname uh, is the first one. It's a...
1: So, no, uh, surname is the last one, last name,
0: right? Uh, let's not getting to uh, <laughs> a debate about what name is what. No, nope, uh, please so don't. just going to end up Googling stuff. Yeah. So, we're going to go into uh, the Hema News. Yeah. Hema News with Kala and Jimmy. Boop, boop. Mm. Do you have any HEMA news? I have some HEMA news. Uh, it's the HEMA in European games things again. Uh, oh, cool. Since I'm in there, I'm a bit obsessed with it, and uh, looking up stuff. Of course you are. And uh, there has been added some fighters from Spain and Portugal. So nice. uh, we're going to tell yes. them here.
1: This is gonna be a massive tournament. Yeah,
0: <laughs> it's crazy. Uh, I'm also gonna go through the rankings from all the longsword fans later. But first up is the Spain and Portugal's uh, fighters in Hema in the European Games. So, for longsword is David Escarabano Herrero from Spain, Jose Javier Salazar Medina from Spain, Damien Troncoso from Spain. Cristina Hurtado Blasquez oof, from Spain. Sorry, Cristina. Rapier. Oh, sorry. On to Rapier. The fighters are David Pascal from Spain. Placida yep. Molina from Spain. Nacho Gonzalez Garcia from Spain. Pedro Brito from Portugal. Ruben Rodriguez from Spain. Carmen Valdez from Spain. And in the sword and buckler the fighters are Justo Gabriel Vaca es- Escribano from Spain and Luis Garcia from Spain. That's all in Sword and And in Rapier and Dagger, the fighters are Francisco Puerta from Spain. Juan Manuel Muno- Munoz, I think from Spain. I don't have it written down. It's Jessica Gomez, also from Spain, I think. And the delegates from Spain who chose these fighters were Tom Puyi and Alberto Bombresi. Yeah, uh, I haven't met these people, but uh, I think they've chosen a fine bunch of fencers. So that's all the releases, or that's all the people that has been released, the yep. fighters that has been announced. Thank you for finding the word, Brain. <laughs> Thank,
2: <laughs> Thank you, you Brain. brain.
0: So, uh, I told everybody last week or last time yeah, we did this podcast um, that I'm gonna do the the ranking uh, in longsword for in this uh, European in Hema. Yep. European games. Hema in European games. Um, and I we have read all the fighters. Yep. But now I'm gonna read them and I'm gonna read out their ranking. I'm going to read up their ranking and their name, and we're going to skip the nationality and club, because the list is quite long, and it's going to go on forever as we do all the nationalities and clubs.
1: Yep. Gotcha. So,
0: the fighters in Longsword so far is Sergei Kultev, ranked 3, Martin Fabian, ranked 4, Tish Kool, ranked 5, Moreno Ricci, ranked 7, Mackenzie Ewing, Ranked eight, Arto Fama. Ranked nine, Michel Rensen Ranked ten, Antek/Anthony Olbrischke. Ranked twelve, Christian Rukkunen. Ranked thirteen, Dalaglio, Federico Dalalio. Federico Dalalio. Ranked fourteen, Anton Kutovic Ranked fifteenth, Mikhail Melnikov. Ranked twenty, Vasily Mosienko. Ranked twenty-four. Thomas Lobo. Ranked 31. Damien Troncoso. Sava Saavedra. Ranked 34. Je... Jacopo Penso. Ranked 35. Joris Jacobs. Ranked 39. Jack Gassman. Ranked 41. I haven't even gotten past top 50 yet. Jesus. <sighs> Eddie Lewis. Ranked 46. Matsiek Quiek Ranked 51st. Miro Lathala. Ranked 66, Thomas Sucha ranked 69. Oh Sucha, I'm unsure. Uh, Martin Tibensky. ranked 72. Janik Dismiet ranked 75. Jimmy Olsen. ranked 83. Jimmy Mciver, ne, Jamie Mciver, ranked 86. Dustin Reagan ranked 88. Denise Ignace ranked un, 157. James McGillip, ranked 163. Jonathan Jing, ranked 167. Seventh. Seventh. Yep. Uh, did I say... Uh, Denise Inse is ranked 157. I don't know if I said 67 there. Yeah. Uh, messel goer is uh, ranked 178. Bon- Bonifac Ormosi Boni, ranked 190. Kasper Elisat Anders, Anderson ranked 215 Andre Rosicchi ranked 220 Antonio Simon ranked 224 Jose Javier Salazar Medina ranked 286 Nicolo Gamba ranked 289 Mario Surafoshe ranked 421 Mario Villani ranked 479 Andrea Migliore Ranked 569 Stanislaw Migliorino Ranked 603 Jane Johnston Ranked 618 Diana Mathes Ranked 783 Pavlidis Andreas Ranked 899 Jonathan Spoch Ranked at 1210 Maureen Brimo. Ranked 2,742. And it's uh, also David Excri- Escribano Herrero, who is unrated. Uh, there's four fighters that's unrated. Or I could not find them in HEMA ratings. Okay. It might be me having bad finding skills. Uh, but I did... are not a great detective. I <laughs> did a couple of retries and I could not find them. Okay. These people are David Escribano Herrero, Alberto Aquili... Cristina Hurtado Blasquez. Wait, she was... Uh, no, ignore that one. Alexander Fargood was also unrated. So, this is the Longsword Fighters in uh, that is has been released so far. Uh, I'm sorry if I forgot any delegations. It was...
1: Uh, a lot of them.
0: Yeah, it is a lot of them. And I'm, I don't think I forgot any. Good. But I'm, I'm going to look through, and if I have forget any... Anyone? I'm going to um, take that up in the next episode of this podcast.
2: Good.
0: So, what? <laughs> that was a long list. What yeah. do you think of the the, um, the, list. the lineup?
1: It's going to be hard for you. Yeah, <laughs> it's going to be hard for me. But I, but I, 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 I thought like I was
0: going to be... I mean, I'm actually in the middle of this thing. Yeah. I thought I was going to be in the, how do you say, last part of the this bottom. list, yeah, the bottom of this list. That feels a little bit better for me. Uh, but this is just ranking. Like I always think, going to a tournament that I I shouldn't get um, uh, ahead of myself just because I am facing l- lower-ranked fencers. Because I, I always think of uh, like uh, Hans in our club. Yeah. Uh, like he has done some tournaments uh, and like I see him as a better fencer than me yeah but I don't think he's that high ranked he's like in 300 or 200 or so uh, maybe 400 Uh, but I always feel like every time I go to a place far away that like there can be some local dude who doesn't do much tournaments but is super crazy bad at fencing not bad at fencing. Super crazy good at fencing. Um, and that, that keeps me on my toes. Yeah. Not always, but that's uh, a good thing to remind yourself of if you compete. That it might be some undocumented people. Like these people who was unrated. Maybe they are one of the Hans people yeah. who are super good but isn't out and competing much. So... That's the uh, Hema news this week for me. Yeah. Um, I don't think. Do you know if there is any new stuff out? Any new equipment? No,
1: not, not that I, uh, not that I heard of, though. No. Um, I haven't really been in the Hema community or something like it right now. No. But I, not the new gear. I don't think.
0: No. No. The last thing we talked about was the armadillo glove.
1: Yeah. I uh, did. Uh, I talked to some friends at the GHFS, uh who were looking at some really nice looking jackets from uh, uh, Neman Yeah. Because he has some really cool designs. Yeah. Yeah. I don't... So... I agree. Well, we're not sponsored as always, but I just thought they were really cool.
0: I think they're very stylish. Yeah. Uh, and they, they seem
1: more medieval than the spes- Yeah. It seems. I like my spes. Jacket. Uh...
0: It's a taste thing. Yeah. Um. Uh, I like the the cool stuff as well. Uh, with the details yeah. like on shoulders and and things. But I I can't really afford the more expensive, so I like the the basic. Yeah. Thing, but it's good. There's both. Yeah. So, um. We're gonna go on. Move on yeah. to uh, next segment. The next segment, that's Hema, Confessions, and Cruises. Uh, do you want to start with yours, or should I start with mine? You start with yours. Or I can do so. Um, my first one is uh, 1343, and it goes like this. I haven't begun Hema classes yet, because it's too expensive. I'm broke, so yeah, uh, it's just a fancy in my head while I watch others have fun. In real life. I appreciate, respect, and find it inspiring to see those involved. However, a part of me is like, meh, when I'm going to get involved, and it's now putting me off a bit. Woe is me, and all that. I don't get the last part. Uh, but, yeah, there's a guy who doesn't afford to do him Oh, girl. And I've been... Yeah, of course, it might be a <laughs> girl. Sorry. Um... I uh, I just wanted to bring it up because I talked about this a couple of days ago with someone. Uh, someone about, you know? Um, yeah, someone I know uh, about HEMA. Yeah. Might be like a rich person's sport. Uh, yeah. Especially more in some countries like here, it's not that expensive to go to the classes at least. No. I mean the gear is still expensive, but GHFS has a lot of swords. A lot of masks, a lot yeah. of everything
1: i think GHFS, uh, someone looked the, uh, looked it up and it's the cheapest martial arts club or it was in uh, besides like two other clubs in Sweden for martial art oh yeah um but that was like two years ago oh
0: yeah, we have raised the prices now yeah. right? because our new our new sauna is so expensive, <laughs> so too. Yeah. have to. Raise the prices. No, it's it's so reasonable.
1: Yeah, it's our club is really reasonable. Yeah.
0: But to get it back to the question thing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> sorry, uh, guys. Um, I feel that if you are t- too poor or you don't feel that you have the money to put aside for swords and stuff, that you can improvise if you really like HEMA or you can try to find a club that has the stuff so you can borrow it yeah. and... Save up money for a helmet. Um, yeah. Try to get, I mean, I try to get as much of secondhand as I can. Yeah. It's hard with the Hema gear, but like all the other stuff around my shoes, the the training clothes or whatever, yeah. they're all secondhand. Oh, huh? mm, that's yeah. good. Yeah. I mean, it's hard to get the best shoes. but You don't need the best shoes? No, no. I had borrowed shoes and Swordfish. And they didn't fit at all. Still did a good couple of matches. So you,
1: wait, you literally loaned everything he used at Surfish.
0: Not everything, not the pads. Oh, um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was some things. Tomorrow, I must have been. No, the jack yeah, was Your own yours. helmet. Yeah, the jack was it mine. Jerry the gloves was, was mine. And the helmet I had like fell off two times. I Was It was mine. I okay. bought a new one now. Oh. Though. Uh, so yeah I, I wouldn't say I'm a poor humor practitioner but all you're not my a stuff, rich one no no <laughs> until like this this year all my stuff had uh, four five years on their neck yeah my jacket still has but I have bought like this under jacket so I can still use it oh, even yeah, though you got it's the
1: 300 newton newton
0: 300 newton under shirt yeah since I don't have that in my uh, jacket yeah, hmm. so you can be a bit poor or like me, work part time like I do, yeah. and still do Hima, and uh, it will be harder, and you can't sleep at the hotels and stuff or whatever. But the only uh, tournament I've been in
1: at though, that's not really the question. Is like at the place because yeah. I didn't have the money for an hotel. Exactly, so and, uh, that's also a good thing about this community that you can sleep at people, you know, or. Yeah. at the tournament place
0: if you don't have the money. Shout out to all the tournaments and to Oslo Penguin Cup. Yeah. Cuz there we can stay. I think we can pay 2 or 300 and we
1: 350 like I think it was.
0: Mm. Swedish and yeah. uh, Nor- Norwegian crowns extra. Yeah. Uh, so it's not like we're renting the place it's just extra for the ticket. Yep. And we can sleep in the hall instead. And we get breakfast. And we get breakfast. Oh yeah, of course the the Norwegian brown cheese. <laughs> they always have that at breakfast. I I still haven't... I have tried it, but I haven't ate a whole sandwich with yeah. it. Anyway, so... Uh, move on to the next my Confession, and Crushes. Yeah. Yes. So, this one is kind of harmless. And it's 1321. And it goes like this. I actually despise Game of Thrones... But I continue to downplay my feelings around my sword friends because apparently it's Hema's basket or something. <laughs> so he doesn't like, he or she, yeah. doesn't like Game of Thrones. And <laughs> I don't know if anyone would be seriously upset if they say they didn't like Game of Thrones. I know that there are people out there yeah. who would be. But I mm. mean, goddamn, you, yeah. can't, you can't be upset for real. You're gonna get teased, like, oh, you don't like swords, don't you like dragons, don't you like yeah. the epicness? Yeah. I mean... But they don't fight right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that I will get, but yeah. you get that in every movie. Yeah. So if you're a medieval buff... There's like...
1: I, I don't remember the movie, but there's one movie that they have a real cool... Um, that they have a really cool... Um,
0: um, He's uh, um, sort of fencing... Yeah I don't remember which one But it's really cool See if we can try to look it up Until yeah. the next podcast That would be really cool Yeah
1: um, And one other thing about Like Game of Thrones and HEMA um, In our club there was like A thing that we tried to get Axel Peterson To have one lesson With the mountain For real HEMA. (laughs) Oh, yeah. yeah, Like two, three years ago. i heard of this, actually. Yeah, but it never came through, and it's so sad. Yeah. It it would be be so funny if if Alex Patterson trained the mountain with HEMA.
2: (laughs) Yeah.
0: Ooh, that would be hard to watch. Not hard to watch. It would be awesome to watch. Yeah. the, The mountain come into like a tournament, like swordfish <laughs> <laughs> just have, he has to have a bigger sword. <laughs> yeah, he has, to, he has to have a montante or something. <laughs> he can do that montante uh, exercise where, where one guy go in the middle yeah. and just wave it around and four or five people yeah. will try to hit the, the person. That would be so cool. Ooh, he could swing that sword all day. <laughs> So, you yep. had some uh, confessions too that you wanted to bring up? Uh, maybe. Maybe. We'll uh, see if I can talk when you get them. And So, okay, yeah. Uh, it's uh,
1: 1393 and it goes like... I always felt felt my club was a sort of a second family to my own. My dad has uh, supported me through the early years of my desire to pursue HEMA. But now I've grown... Uh, grown all the more detached from him, and started seeing my instructor not only as a friend but something like a father figure, uh, a mentor uh, that has helped me through my fencing life. Him and un- him and other members of the community has been uh, a big help to my to to me and my struggle with mental health.
0: Uh, that I, that I appreciate more than anything. Oh, nice. So. Uh... He's gotten a real connection with his uh, instructor. Yep. So he got another father figure. Yeah. And he says also that he, his dad has supported him. Yeah. But. He grew more. He grew away from him in the human life. Grown all the more detached from him and started seeing my instructor not only as a friend but something like a father figure. Yeah. yeah, That's, uh, that's probably a whole thing.
1: Yeah. And uh, I really connect with this guy in this way with my the mental health because really? well he is a big reason actually for me still being alive and uh, so and it's because every all my friends at the club and I also got some father figures in our club yeah and there's a
0: lot of instructors yeah that's uh, good people that you can look up to yeah absolutely. And also, not also, not only the instructors.
1: Yeah, of course. There's a lot of really cool, cool people in the club. Yeah,
0: and I mean, I, I don't think that's a lot of people who's open about it. No. But I think there's a lot of people around the world who feels uh, like you do. Yeah. That like him, I I know that I read at least one or two confessions that was like 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 that that uh, they feel that him has saved their life because yeah. they were on the edge before. But now they have some kind of purpose and they have yeah. a social gathering where they can meet people. And I mean, that's the basic human thing. Yeah, uh, like need. The social life, yeah, the basic so- uh, human need. So, so I feel that too. Uh, it's good to belong somewhere.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: And to have an um, exercise to do. I yep. mean, if you have mental issues, uh, training is good. It's
1: actually... That and talking to someone is the two best thing you can do. Yeah, I think um, so too. Yeah, talking from experience.
0: And I mean, if you have a sword and yeah. a tire, and you can yeah. just go nuts on that tire, like if you're angry or whatever. That's. I, a,
1: I don't know how many clubs that has uh, has it, but at GHFS we have like I think we call the tire, which is an old, is two old uh, car wheels. Um, that we just can stand, and it's like they're they're on a metal pole that's like human-sized, uh, tall. So you just can beat the um, car tire to hell. Yeah, and it's so good uh, when you're angry.
0: It's really good to get out frustrations, like yeah. I imagine boxers do on yeah. the sack. Yeah, uh, whatever it's called, the uh, sand sack. No, it's something Boxing. else. Anyway, yep. Okay. <laughs> you know what we mean. Yeah, uh, everybody who does longsword and have had mental issues knows what we mean. Yeah. So, the next Hema Confessions and Crushes yep. that you have. Did you have one more? Or Maybe. Or did I imagine that? Um, yeah, I got one more. It's uh... The font was very small on that one.
2: Yeah. Uh,
1: thir- this is uh, 13- 1383. Uh, I couldn't go to my first tournament because I didn't have money um, for the cost. I was very, very sad. I uh, was very, very fucking sad. <laughs> I trained a lot. Um, when the organizers found out, they uh, talked to uh, talked to me and invited me to go. They paid for me. I ne- uh, I never had that love and support in another martial, art, martial, dis- martial arts discipline. I'm a girl. Thank you, beautiful community, beautiful people. Thank you so much. I love Himo. Yeah, and this is...
0: A it's really uh, cool um, proof that HEMA is the best community. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. Um, yeah, it was what we talked about before. Yeah. Uh, like if you're a poor fencer, yeah, a poor HEMA person. That, practitioner. Yeah, practitioner. It, it might work out well, even if you don't have the money. Yeah. Um, because there's a lot of good-hearted people. Yeah. Good-hearted people. Yep. So, shout out to you good-hearted people. Did I, did she say what tournament it was? No. So, can we give a... No? Sadly not. Uh, so, thank you anonymously to this person. Very mm-hmm. nice that you let...
1: as uh, her st- friends in your yeah. tournament.
0: Yeah. It was uh, good. I think all the uh, solidarity yeah. is good. Same. Uh, so, that was the last confession and crush, right? Yeah. If you don't have any... I don't... And uh, yes. then we're gonna go over to this week's question.
1: Yeah. What is this week's question? This, this week's, week's question
0: is, is from Christopher Stanley. Oh, yeah. Thank you, Christopher. Um, and the question is... Uh, wrestling, is it a part of being a holistic fencer? So, uh, that's what he wrote. And the question is... Uh, is wrestling a part for... Is wrestling important for a fencer to be a full fencer? Or how, how would you explain?
1: Well, is it like you need to be... I don't know. Um, like- to be
0: a best all-around longsword practitioner, do you need wrestling? That's how I would yeah, say that same. question. And so, I
1: would argue for yes, because I love it.
0: Uh, uh-huh. I I would also say yes, but for argue's sake, I'm going to argue against. And uh, it's hard. <laughs> yeah since it's but if you do too much wrestling yeah uh, it's gonna be messy yeah I mean if you're a fencer like me I guess yeah that does a bunch of wrestling in tournaments if you did that in real life uh, in all of your do you mean with uh, sharp swords yeah I'm I'm talking sharp swords and minimal armor maybe hand armor or something yeah but yeah uh, and you did wrestling all the time like in every duel you're, you're gonna get hurt. Yeah uh, So that might be an argument against wrestling even okay. though Yeah, the arguments for wrestling is of course better because yeah, because, if you need to yeah Sorry you, you want to say
1: well, yeah, because well wrestling is a great part Yeah, if you really like to do it all the time you really learn to control the opponent's swords and the opponent's bottom at uh, bottom, <laughs> 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 the opponent's body, and uh, like yeah. Uh, when, when you learn that enough, you won't get hurt in the way you're talking about, exactly. and actually, uh, and like I feel I've got more control of my over my own body um, by doing more wrestling. Yeah. So I would say that's an argument for wrestling
0: in Hemo. Definitely, and yes. what is. Uh, a bit rubbish about my argument yeah is that I mean to not train wrestling yeah. just because it might get messy if yeah. you get into it that's uh, it's you just still should train yeah. if you need it yeah maybe you don't should maybe you shouldn't do it all the time yeah. but it's always better to be prepared if you come yeah. into that situation
1: like the, only, the the best argument against wrestling uh, ...is um, that uh, uh, it's easy to get injuries. Yeah. Um, like uh, if your hand gets stuck uh, behind the opponent's body and you fell, fell or something like that. You easily break something. But still there, if you like train it a lot, you know how to compensate or don't get in those positions. Yeah, yeah,
0: that's true. Yeah. And actually, one part of why I didn't train too much wrestling yeah. is because I tend to be hurt when I do wrestling.
1: Well, then you need to do it more so you learn how not to get injured.
0: Yeah, yeah, I mean, I think it's because I get too excited yeah. and I do too hard yeah. sparring. Yep. Because you, it's different when you spar in wrestling. Like, if you do something wrong, you're gonna break, you might break something yeah. if you do it super stupid. But I feel like with a sword, uh, you always have something in between you and the other fencer. Yeah. Uh, but wrestling, yeah, everything can happen yeah. for me. It might not be that if you're a person who is used to wrestling.
2: Well,
1: even if you're really used to wrestling, my brother um, in MMA broke his arm in a wrestling fight. Uh, uh, practice? Or no, in, in, a, a in a tournament. Yeah. And both of them were really good MMA fighters. Yeah. But they got in a contact where they both fell and they fell right over his arm. So, like, injuries still happen, but it happens even if you just use a sword.
0: Yeah, I mean, we have injuries (laughs) in Longsword, or, I mean, in Hema. Yep. Uh, Like, last uh, Swedish Championships, we have one broken arm from Marcus. Yeah, uh, Two broken arms, one from Christine also, right? So, to reiterate that wrestling... Is important to train Yeah In my uh, opinion at least Yeah uh, I don't know We're talking about longsword now Yeah I don't know if it's that important in all other disciplines Like raping and dagger or what have you
1: Well in rapier and dagger you're so far away from the other Yeah Practitioner pati- so it's really hard to get in wrestling Yeah But, but I, I feel like in some weapons like I don't know sword and buckler I haven't done it But it feels like you are actually pretty close to your opponent, so maybe it's easy if you train it, but then you need to drop your
0: buckler or your sword for the wrestling. Yeah, I think Sword and Buckler has some. How do you say. uh, Some wrestling? uh, Some wrestling techniques. Where you drop your opponent. Yeah. Like you put your leg around them and you put your sword in some way and you drop them. I, I think I haven't trained much uh, yeah. sword and buckler. I'm going
1: to talk to Henning and see if he has some techniques. Yeah. Because that's really interesting. Sounds good. And it's, and I don't know, at least in Swedish saber, we don't have any wrestling manuals for saber, I don't think. No. And at, least, at least not in Swedish fencing.
2: No.
0: Saber fencing. So, uh, everybody start practicing wrestling. Yes, uh, it will make you a better fencer. And I remember Thomas Lobo said that uh, he feels that judo. Yeah, was a judo, right? Judo is the most uh, useful thing for him in Hema. And I get that. that. I mean, the close the grabbing. You
1: got surprised, right? Surprised when he said that. Yeah,
0: because he listed so many. Like he did some other fencing stuff. Yeah, I think. But he still thought like judo, and I haven't done judo, so... And he
1: was like so confident when he said it.
0: Yeah, yeah, that was uh, he was clear about that. Yeah. And uh, I, I understand, since yeah. it's a wrestling and getting, like you said, getting to know your body. Yeah.
1: Do you want to do another question or do you want to continue?
0: No, this is one question only, because yeah. this is this week's question. Yeah, enough. <laughs> I mean, it is two weeks between every podcast, so, so. it could have been two questions, <laughs> but no. no not this we're going to save up. It's going to be a question about daggers next episode. That's a cliffhanger. Dun, dun, dun. Pow, pow. So, now it's the upcoming events. and, and We're uh, not
1: going to do this one this week.
0: I mean, we have already Which? said all the yeah. upcoming events in the last podcast, yeah. but I'm just going to say the names. So, if uh, Kalle will get up the, the page... Never. I, I will <laughs> tell you. Um, the upcoming uh, tournaments that we also said uh, last podcast...
1: Is it, and one of them is beginning tomorrow.
0: Yeah, it's on Friday, exactly. Yeah. So, that's, that is Sword Trip, The Gathering. Uh, I'm not going to say all the information now, just name them. And it's also Hematholia... On the 13th of April. And it's Törnevu Hema. Weekend Pro Dety, And that is probably the Czech Republic for something. And it's MHS Budapest. These are the tournaments uh, that is upcoming. Yeah. And uh, we're going to see if we can get any information from them. Yeah. Uh, Hopefully we can But um, so It's proven talk to be a milliard. Really yeah, it is. Actually, I thought about sending a Facebook message to Jeremy Pace, yep. since he have overtaken the second place in Longsword. Oh. We're going to go into this later in hammering. Yeah. But i actually going to see if I can do that, and we can get some responses from him on how he have gotten this far.
2: Yeah. Cool.
0: So, that was the upcoming event. We're not going to go into them too much. Nope. Now we're going over to last week's HEMO tournament. And we don't have very much there. But no? I thought we were going to talk a bit about Vasa Slaget. You got any new information? Um, Since last time? Did we talk about Vasa Slaget last time? A little bit, but not that much. No? Uh, I just want to mention that uh, there was this guy. Uh, I'm going to find his name now. Uh, so I just wanted to mention uh, that, that Vasa Slaget. If we did not mention this last time. No, we didn't. Uh, that uh, Ilya... Uh, Bobby, Babun, I'm sorry, this last name is hard to pronounce. Babunikau. Yeah. Ilya Babunikau of Hammersburg Historisch Sverdskampf. Uh, he debuted at 509th place, 9th uh, rank in the longsword. Yeah. And he it was his first tournament yep. and he won it. And it was Vossenslaget. Was it was Vossenslaget. The this beginner's longsword. Right? The but beginner's longsword, yeah. yeah. He's from Germany, by the way. And I have never heard of this person before. Oh. And I don't think he won all of his bouts. I think he lost against Oscar Spiut or something. It might have been Oscar Anderson he lost against. Uh, i not sure about this. Anyway... Uh, I just think it's cool going yeah. to your first tournament. I remember going to my own first tournament. I got my ass whipped. It was Helsinki Open, yeah, uh, two thousand fourteen. Shout out to Carl Ribe who whooped my ass. <laughs> <laughs> of course they did. Um, well, this this
1: is beginning to be a tradition now at Vasa uh, Slaget apparently because last year um, I, I, Alex, uh, Olson and um, from uh, GHFS, he yeah. won his first tournament at uh, Vasaslaget. Alexander and also, also yeah. from Gothenburg's Historical Fencing School. He won his first tournament too, and it uh, was also at the Vasaslaget. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's beginning a tradition for winning your first tournament at Vasaslaget now.
0: And Jonathan uh, from our club, yeah, that he did his uh, first tournament, and yeah. uh, came in third. You mean uh, Jonas? Jonas.
1: Jonas. Yes. Uh, force something he Jonas. did he did his first and he came
0: third place yeah it's just me with names
1: yeah me too
0: Jonah
1: Jonas Johnson force
0: yeah I remember this we did this last time too yeah. we searched for him <laughs> sorry <laughs> Jonas uh, and I t- uh, personal we,
1: we were like was it his first or wasn't it his first and I talked to him personally and it was his first so that's even cooler
2: yeah
0: that, uh, that makes for a good fighter yep. If they have that I mean just not like Mental me. capacity Yeah, Not like me that got fucked up And <laughs> lost all in four matches Yeah <laughs> but somebody's gotta lose
1: right Exactly <laughs> But I'm still not at 4000 They're four uh, thousand. 4000 no? I'm disappointed in EMA ratings what, what are you now? I'm at 3994
0: <laughs> Almost 4000
1: I'm so disappointed in EMA ratings <laughs> <laughs> well, you I really going need to. to <laughs> I really want to get down to 4000 before I do my uh, <laughs> Oslo. <laughs> so you don't get too high
2: rank. Yeah, exactly.
1: Or just the achi- achievement of getting down to 4000. <laughs> yeah.
0: Also, Carl uh, 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 lifted this after Vasa Slaget on I Facebook. Carl like? Ruber, yeah. yeah. Uh, that. Uh, the, it's kind of hard hitting in, uh, Advassas uh, new uh, how do you say, beginners, beginners tournaments. Uh, not course, of course beginner's, beginners tournament, tournament. yep. Yeah. Uh, that the, it's, he's, he wrote that generally it's the people who hit hard that make it to the top, uh, yeah. how do you say, not the finals necessarily, but to the top the, 16, yeah. maybe. And, the finals and, yeah. And he also commented and said that this is not the technique or style that is successful when you get uh, on the higher levels of fencing. Sure. And I mean, he sh- he, he's true about that. Uh, but
1: you really you fence really hard. I, I mean, mean I, I
0: do fence hard. Yeah. So I mean, you have to be you you have to be clear with your hits. Yep. It has to be seen. Yep. So I mean, you can't be super loose about it. But, I mean, a guy like Artur Farmer who is not a hard hitter, he's just a technical genius. Yeah. And he does very well. And I know that, I mean, I would say that Dennis Jönkvist hits hard, but I yes. don't think it's the hard hits that makes him hit. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's distance managing and yeah, the, the timing te- and it's everything. Yeah, techniques. Technique, yeah. And, I mean, of course, there's a, a bunch of top people who hits hard but Everybody hits hard Like McKenzie. yeah, uh, He is more of a McKenzie Adlai Ewing Ad- yeah. McKenzie Adlai Ewing uh, He's more okay. of a technical fighter, I saw him in Swordfish He yeah. fights a bit like Alexander Olsen Oh uh, And Jack Gassman, maybe uh, More technical, more fast Not hitting hard, hard. I mean hard enough, of course yeah. But not like Destroy hard like Sergey Kultev and Tish Cool, those two they hit hard, yeah. Uh, but like, I
1: really like, like uh, you said, the technical fencing, yeah. it's so much cooler. Our guy, Alex, that we talked about, he's a really good technical fencer,
0: yeah. And I mean, even if even if you hit hard, you have to be also a technical fencer, yeah, absolutely. Like, oh, I hit uh, Mike. Uh, like Sergei Kultev and uh, Tishkul. they are very technical as yeah. well. But I mean, they are also strong, so they're going to use how strong they are. Of yeah. course, it would be weird otherwise. Do
1: some workout, get strong.
0: Yes, <laughs> it's always good to be strong when you swing around swords. Yeah. So yeah, um, I wouldn't, so didn't, I wasn't at Vasa You were not at Vasa nope.
1: Not this year. Next year.
0: Uh, Hopefully, yeah. Um,
1: <laughs> if I don't ignore my myself more with my longboard, <laughs> <laughs> broken toe on a longboard—that's an achievement.
0: Yeah, I don't think you're alone. <laughs> <laughs> but going longboard, yeah. yeah. I I remember Jonas Ericson, yeah, from Malmo. He injured himself going to Copenhagen, but he got hit by a car on like his longboard. On, on his longboard, longboard. yeah. <laughs> if I remember correctly. So. Now we're going to go to the HEMA ratings. Before that, I really want yeah. to know how
1: many historical fences that actually go on longboard. Because I know me and I uh, know um, you want, uh, Jonas from Malmö. Yeah. I want to know how many that actually does longboard and HEMA. Mm. That would be really fun to know.
0: Yeah, it's like the the whiskey in HEMA, <laughs> yeah. I think. You can do a, a Facebook group. Yeah that the says Facebook, uh, the, the, long the, borders the, of HEMA that would be a really
1: cool <laughs> uh, cool thing though yeah. so yeah um, now it's time for the HEMA yeah. ratings and you had some news right
0: yeah it's been some changes uh, I, I'm not at the 4,000 still fuck <laughs> <laughs> but you're going to Oslo yeah. if you do bad you might get to 4,000 again I'm not going to do I'm, bad I'm this year. rooting for you <laughs> yay <laughs> um,
1: so I'm I, I'm going to win one match this year at least. If I don't win it,
0: start with the getting points. Yeah, exactly. that was my first well, like, goal. Yeah, but I I, got you, you got points yeah. last time. So yeah, this goal now yeah.
1: time. It's has like to win one. Yeah, win one, win one match. Now time. Yeah,
0: now time win. win. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So let's go through your news. The the HEMA ratings news is that the top 10 has been a bit changed in the longsword, in the mixed and men longsword. And it's because Jeremy Pace of Simbrogi School of Western Martial Arts, he have climbed three places to third place. And this rearranges the top uh, of uh, the longsword ratings. So... Uh, I'm going to fast go through them again. I'm not going to go through the club names and the nationalities. Nice sure. I'm actually going to do the nationalities, skip the club names. Yep, let's uh, do it. So we get some sort of point for everybody who doesn't know everything. Yeah. So, in Longsword, rank number one, still Dennis Jungqvist from Sweden. Number two, uh, new to the second place in the Longsword rating, is Jeremy Pace from the U.S.,
2: Congrats!
0: And he kicks Sergei Kultev down to number 3 and everybody who follows is also kicked down. Uh, Anyway, uh, number 3 is Sergei Kultev from Slovakia. Slovenia. Slovenia. Sorry, Sergei. No, Sergei is from Russia. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Number 3 is Sergei from Russia. Sergei Kultev. Number 4. Is Martin Fabian from Slovakia. Slovenia. Ah, Slovenia. <laughs> Not sure.
1: It is Slovenia.
0: Okay. Uh, number five is Mathis Cool from uh, Netherlands. Yep. Number six is Christian Guevara from Australia. Number seven is Moreno Del Ricci from Italy. Number eight is Mackenzie Adelaide Ewing from the US- Number nine is Ardo Fama from the Netherlands. And number 10 is Michel Rensen from the Netherlands. So the Netherlands is leading on uh, most people on the top 10 so far. And on second is US. Everybody else is on the split third. If Christopher Goodwin goes up, he's in number 11. If he goes up... There, may, there will be two Australians. Like it have yes, been.
1: Yeah. Dennis is the only... The, the, only lone, the only lone nationality, right?
0: No, no. Um, and the Slovenian Sergei Kultev. Uh, he, there's no more okay. Russians. Oh, and, and also no Martin Fabian. Yeah. And Christian Guevara. Okay. And murino Del Ricci. So it's only US and Netherlands who has two, na- two or more on the top ten. Oh, yeah. And we'll see how that will uh,
1: that changes in
0: two weeks. Yeah. will be stuff happening here, I guess. Yeah. So, now we move on to the not top ten lists of people who have done stuff yeah. in the longsword. Yeah. Um, Sorry, I is- you guess it's not longswords. It's longsworders, but it is the biggest thingy. Yeah, and we both focus on longsword. Yeah, exactly. So, the podcast is going to be a bit focused on longsword when we talk fencing. Yeah. And uh, yeah. hashtag biased. I mean, there's four thousand one hundred people yeah. in the long show rating
1: eighty three. Yeah, <laughs> Why, one thousand eighty three. Four thousand eighty
0: three. I think was. Um, I just looked it up. It's in the HEMA ratings beta.
1: Yeah, but old, or you yeah, Some
0: didn't. people are equal. Oh
1: yeah, fair enough.
0: Anyway, my point was that I think the. Like I said, some people are equal.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Uh,
1: Fair enough, sure. Let's do it. uh, Go on. Oh, there's exactly 4,100 fighters. Yeah. That's cool.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Um, (laughs) The... Derek Nash from Symbrogi School of Western Martial Arts has climbed 35 places to the 20th. So he's ranked 20 now. Mm -hmm. Uh and he's from the US as well. So they are taking over top 20, quite good. Not taking over, but they're starting to rush it. Yep. And Ryan Carlson of uh, Center of Blade Arts, Center of Blade Center for Blade Arts have climbed 31 places to 38th. That's from uh, the results of. St- that is the results from Krumpao. Krumpao? Krumpao 2018. Yeah. Oh, that's a tournament. That's a tournament. Uh, and I am. Uh, that is a tournament in the US. So that's why they have uh, risen a lot of uh, people from the US. Yep. Yeah. I'm guessing they did good. I think Jeremy Pace. Yeah, I'm doing. I'm drawing this from memory. He has thirty wins and one loss. Oh, that is that is crazy, crazy good. Yeah. So, uh, also shout out to Markus Berggren from our club. Yeah. Who once again risen about nine hundred ranks. Of course. From two thousand something to one thousand something. I'm just drawing this from memory. So sorry, Marcus, if we're saying it wrong. But shout out to you for once again doing a big jump.
1: Please don't kill us, Marcus. Please.
0: (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) please. And uh, like I said before, Ilya Babi... This name. Ilya Babanui Kao debuted at 590th rank. And Oscar Andersson debutes at 954th rank. This is quite good as well. Yep. And Daniel Hambrius of Umeås, Histori- Umeås Historic Fencing School climbs almost 400 places to 1259th rank. And that's all from Longsword yep. in the him ratings. And we're going to go through to the mixed single rapier. And Christopher Stanson. Uh, climbs 16 places to the 9th of rank.
2: 9th of rank. 9th rank. Yeah.
0: And he fights out of Stockholm Stigman. Also, Hovard Lund Eidheim from uh, Club and Fried duelister. Uh, climbs 140 places in single raper to rank 30.
1: That was a Norwegian, right?
0: Yeah. Yep. He's, no, he's. Uh, Top 20, at least, in longsword, mm-hmm. I think.
1: Who was it? Håvard right Lund Hor- Einheim. Hor- yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, and Andreas Isaksson from Uppsala Historic Fencing School climbs 42 places to 49th rank in Rapier. Yep. And Christine Consmo from Gothenburg Historic Fencing School mm-hmm. climbs 15 places in Sword and buckler and is now ranked 58th and Linus Buttsberg from Särimnär Hema climbed 16 places to rank 115th in Sword and Buckler.
1: Nice. Congrats. Yeah. Congrats, Congrats everybody. to
0: everybody. And like I said I'm gonna see if I can do a small uh, written interview with Jeremy Pace. Yeah. See what his secret is or see where it comes from. What's his, what his deal is. I mean, I don't know and I don't know a lot of people from the top 20 or top 10. Yeah. I mean, I know Dennis, Christian Ruckunen, uh, Tish Kuhl a bit. I mean, I could talk to him if I, if I wanted.
1: Who do, who do we know? Uh, yeah.
0: I mean, I talked to Sergei Kultev, but yeah. I wouldn't say I, I know him. No. So, I mean, Art of Pharma, Michel Rensen, both good guys. Uh. Don't know a lot of these people, but like Jeremy Page, I mean, I heard these people's name. Yeah,
2: of
1: course we have.
0: But Jeremy Pace is uh, new to me. I haven't heard him. Yeah.
1: No, not me either.
0: I haven't seen him fence. I haven't uh, heard anybody talk about his fencing. So I just want to know where he's coming from.
1: We want to see a fight between Dennis Lundquist uh, Lundquist and Jeremy Pace.
0: Yeah, that would be cool. That would be really nice. Yeah. I think we got five or six from the top ten in yeah. the European games thing. Yeah. And it would have been cool if Dennis would have joined us well. Yeah. And Jeremy Pace, of course, and all of the these top ten fencers.
1: Yeah. It's sad that Dennis would, wasn't available, right?
0: Yeah. It's sad. Yeah. But do what can you do? I mean, they still have a lot of fencers.
1: Yeah. A lot of them. A lot. So
0: that was everything for today if you don't want to add anything special
2: I don't
1: think so we covered covered it all I think
2: yeah
0: the training continues yep Uh, I'm gonna try to be able to
1: train again Yeah, so I can come with something I've done this week yeah how long long are you hurt or how long are you well I'm I'm able to go on it now and I've been hurt for exactly a week now so like two three more more weeks than I'm fully able to fence but I'm gonna fence anyways (laughs) because
0: fuck it you should take it easy if you wanna fence up in your age that's what I say to myself every time I hurt myself and I wanna fence but I shouldn't like if I wanna do this until I'm 60 I can't have broken shit all the time have you seen
1: Alex's hand because it always yeah. goes around wrapped. Yeah, I've tried to tell. I mean, he yeah.
0: needs to rest more because he needs. I mean, he's young, so he heals fast. Yeah, he's... but he can't go around with a bandage on his hand all the time. I think he's
1: had the same bandage. Okay, he, he reduces his bandages, but he has like gotten a bandage bandage on his hand for like I don't know,
0: but it might three, for... four, or five
1: weeks. Yeah,
0: now it might be pre to to how do you say surpass? No, oh, yeah. not surpass. To prevent uh, yeah. damage from happening. Yeah, yeah, the, because it is. Gets... But yeah, if he so, wears. So it...
1: he fends with a bandage on his hand and mm-hmm. the, then his glove. <laughs> yep. That's yeah. a good thing with the sparring gloves that you can't do with the crowning gloves, is have yeah. a bandage under it.
0: But is it really a good thing though <laughs> that you can know. fight with a bandage on? <laughs> Should you f- fighting with a bandage if you need a bandage? I mean, he seems to. Pulled through Yeah So um, I'm guessing He's not hurt in the hand All the time I'm just guessing He He wraps it up For like MMA reasons Yeah Protection Yeah And if you don't Alex Then you should take a rest If you feel that your hand Is broken all the time
1: Personal message To Alex
0: Yeah But yeah. It is like this with you young people yeah. You don't reckless. think about the consequences Yeah, we're reckless That's why people don't get to do uh, gym, gym, how do you say, Unesthesia? um Gymnastics No, I'm talking about um, Gym? No, you can cut uh, your dick off What? <laughs> no, you <laughs> cannot cut your dick off <laughs> But you can make it so that you can't Impregnate people oh. by the time you're 25 And that's because the male brain hasn't developed enough until they have reached the age of twenty-five yeah, to understand fucking consequences. <laughs> that that's why young boys is fucking stupid.
1: Yeah.
0: I've been a young boy. <laughs> I know
1: this. I'm I'm literally one of those people, those young boys that knows the consequences of never drinking alcohol. Yeah. So,
0: I mean, you you have known consequences from yeah. that
1: stuff yeah. in other ways. So, some
0: people learn it the hard way by using it some themselves. Some don't even learn it. Some people just take it and die, man. Yep. No. <laughs> damn, damn, die, die. <laughs> yeah. So we're going to leave you on that very happy note. Yep. Watch out for alcohol poisoning, guys. <laughs> <laughs> no. no.
2: Do yeah. whatever you want.
1: Don't forget to uh, join our social medias. It's uh, the Human Life Podcast on Facebook. the HEMA life pod on Instagram. Your personal uh, Uh, active uh, um, Instagram page is jimmy.olson.hema Exactly. And mine not I'm not active on it yet but I'm
0: trying to get active on it and it's HEMA.caller. Yeah. So So go into Yeah. and follow me. So you will get some motivation to put some stuff on there.
1: Yeah. I'm gonna do videos and things like it from our club. I'm actually gonna put
0: up uh, I'm gonna cut our match. Yeah. I was gonna cut it today. Yeah. But I don't know if I have the time. Yeah. But my match against Kala is gonna be cut yeah. and up on Instagram, on Gmail, also on Hema. Cool. In a couple of days, I'm guessing. Yeah. So thank you for this time. If you have listened this far. Yeah. Uh, thank you guys. A Special shout out yeah. to you guys <laughs> who can take it this way. No, not take it this way. (laughs) Cut that shit out. Nope. (laughs) I know you won't. Nope, never.
2: (laughs) So, goodbye, people. See ya. Have it good. Have a good time. Have a good time.